Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, my friends? Graham Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. We are glad that you're here, glad that you are joining us. Today, we have a great episode. This is kind of a different episode. We haven't done something like this before, and uh, excited to share this with you. So as many of you may know, hopefully you know, uh, recently we started a brand new YouTube channel where we are doing a lot of what we're calling speech breakdowns. We are taking popular TED Talks and speeches and presentations and just doing kind of a play-by-play -play breakdown of what works, what doesn't work. Here's some things that they could tweak. Here's some things that they can improve and make better. We've been having a lot of fun with it. We've got a lot of great feedback and reaction from people, which by the way, if you have not checked that out, then we'd love for you to go by and check it out over at youtube.com slash the speaker lab. Again, you can find that over at youtube.com slash the speaker lab, which by the way, if there is a talk or presentation that you would like for us to break down on an upcoming video, then make sure that you let us know. Don't forget to subscribe, like the videos, comment on the videos, all those good things. Now, because some of you maybe haven't checked that out yet, then we wanted to say, okay, I know a lot of people already listen to the podcast. What if we brought YouTube to audio here in the form of the podcast? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take one of the speech breakdowns that we have done recently. Today's talk is going to be from the 2018 Toastmasters World Champion of Speaking, Ramona J. Smith. And we're going to take her talk and the breakdown that we did over on YouTube, and we're going to play that audio for you here. Now, if you want the full effect, then again, you definitely want to make sure that you check out YouTube and you can go, we'll link up in the show notes to the uh, actual breakdown if you want to see her talk in person. But I think this is going to give you a taste of, of what works, what doesn't work, some things that she could tweak and improve on, and some things that you want to be thinking through on your next presentation. So let's get right into it. Here's the speech breakdown from the 2018 Toastmasters World Champion of Public Speaking, Ramona J. Smith. Enjoy. Life will sometimes feel like a fight. The punches, jabs, and hooks will come in the form of challenges, obstacles, and failures. Yet if you stay in the ring and learn from those past fights, at the end of each round, you'll be still standing. Mr. Cut. Now, let's talk about uh, Toastmasters just in general, right? There's some pros and cons with Toastmasters. Toastmasters does a, a good job. There's, a, there's literally thousands and thousands of chapters all over the world where you can go, you can be a part of it, you can practice, you can work, you can rehearse. One of the ways that you get better as a speaker is that you actually practice. And so Toastmasters gives you that opportunity. Now, I'll tell you personally, the thing I don't really like about Toastmasters is oftentimes it leaves a almost too polished speaker, right? You can tell for most 
Toastmaster speakers that every single word, every single movement, every single gesture or motion has been scripted and practiced and rehearsed time and time again. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's possible to do that too much where it almost feels robotic, where it feels like that they are just kind of regurgitating something and they're not really fully present with the audience. So I think that's always the danger with this is my guess is because she's the 2018 uh, Toastmasters world champion of public speaking, this is going to be a really, really polished talk, but it's possible that it may be too polished and every single movement, every single, uh, every single gesture, every single step is going to be choreographed. So uh, again, it's pros and cons to it. All right. So let's see where it goes. Contest chair, fellow fighters, can you think of a time when life tried to knock you down? Who was your toughest opponent. Most often, our most challenging opponent is ourselves. Now, one thing that she's doing well is that she's going slow. She doesn't have an overly fast cadence there. And then she's having some very strategic pauses to allow what she's saying to really sink in. So cadence and pause are really, really good, really, really effective. And some of her movements feel, again, a bit more scripted, which again, that can work for some speakers. That person, that doesn't really work for me. And this is, again, another ex example of where it's important for you as a speaker to figure out and, and understand what makes sense for you. You may watch one speaker do something you're like, that really works, that really resonates, that really clicks with something I might do. And you may watch a totally different speaker who does something you're like that's great and that works and that resonates with certain audiences but that may not work for the style of presenter or the style of speaker that you want to be round one college i dropped out of college not one not two not three but four times i told myself college isn't for me and i would never go back round two Man. Okay, now personally, those are really long walks that you're just kind of like, uh, she's, she's, now what she's possibly doing here is maybe she's making almost like a, like a, a visual timeline of her life. You have round one and round two and round three and round four and round however many rounds that she may do. But sometimes those walks seem kind of far um, and, and I don't know. They, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of those. I married my soulmate, the love of my life, my best friend. And he was fine too. <laughs> we were married for eight long, beautiful, amazing months. So why was that piece funny? Because people thought they knew what she was going to say and then she delivered something totally different, right? But what she delivered was significantly different than what they were expecting. Everyone was assuming that they were married for eight long, amazing, beautiful years or whatever, but uh, instead of, in, in, but instead she went with uh, months, which again, that's what creates the humor. You heard right, months, not years. It was like immediately after we said I do, the heavyweight champion came in and delivered an electrifying knockout blow to our vows. Boom! Divorced. <sighs> Round three. Speaking. <laughs> in 2015, I competed for the first time in the international speech contest. 
I won at the club level. I won at the area level. I won at the division level. Then the district level was on the way. I was on the road. I was on fire. I was unstoppable. I lost. I was crushed. After going three rounds and taking hit after hit, I was ready to throw in the towel. I was down for the count. Six, seven, eight. When was the last time life knocked you down? Who was that lifeline that you reached out to to help you stand back up? Was it your family? Now, even though, again, I feel like this is a bit over the top in terms of the, the physicality of it, it does create kind of this visual image of when she was talking about being knocked down and six, seven, eight, nine, and trying to climb back up, or the, the visual she just made of, of you're trying to pull yourself out of something. It does create this, this, um, this chance for the audience to just kind of visualize what that's like, how that applies to their own life. So it can be effective. Again, it can also just be done over the top, which can, can then can come across a bit like corny or hokey. Family, your friends, or did you hold on to your faith? Maybe you've never been knocked down, but you've seen one of your family members take a devastating blow. Were you the lifeline that they were reaching out to to help them? Stand back up. Were you the coach in the corner saying, get up, get up, stand up? As I gathered all the strength within myself to pick myself back up and stand, instead of looking into a mirror of defeat, it became a window of possibilities. I got back in the rain. I went back to college. I got my degree. Okay, so again, we talked about this earlier, that timeline thing of it's possible on a stage to create almost like these, these physical locations where just by her going back to that, just her walking that way, we all immediately felt like she's going back in time. So she's going back to round one where she dropped out of college four times, right? So just by her walking over to that place, that place was established as here's where I dropped out of college. And so her walking back, that represents that. So that's again, a good example there of how to use the stage. Three, and I graduated magna cum laude. Yeah. After failing four times, I was still standing. <sighs> and go to round mm. two. After my loss at the district level. Oh, back to three, all right. I'm speaking to you from the world championship stage. It's a moment. Thank you. Even after suffering loss, I'm still standing. 
As for my marriage, I'm still in training. (laughs) I have not yet found Mr. Wright, but this is an international convention. of men from hundreds of different countries. So single Toastmasters, <laughs> even after my divorce, I'm still standing. My challenge to you is to stay in the ring, whether you're a fighter or a coach. If you're on the side of the ring coaching, or if you're in that ring throwing those jabs and those hooks, When that final bell rings, ding, 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 the fighters and the coaches will raise their hands in victory singing, I'm still standing, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still standing. Very nice. Good, good interaction, that was good. Stay in that ring. And even after you take a few hits, use what you learn from those previous fights And at the end of each round, you'll remain still standing. Great. Mr. Contest Show. Very good. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that speech breakdown. Again, if you want to find out more about that talk and that video, then make sure you stop by and check out youtube.com slash the speaker lab. Again, youtube.com slash the speaker lab. We'd love for you to join us. Make sure if you like those videos that you subscribe, that you like, that you comment, and uh, that really helps us out. We do appreciate it. All right, my friends, that wraps up today's episode. We'll catch you next time. You're awesome.